been doing your own movies for a couple years. Ramping up now. I read uh, you're going to spend about $400 million on four movies that are coming out this year, okay. give or take. You can never believe what you read. Sometimes. Um, Um, you know, what, what we're really focused on is how do we push the creative boundaries um, and doing shows that uh, bring people together, are exciting, polarize people. All right, and we're live. Welcome back to the Ed Sheeran sing-along podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. touch that dial. <laughs> Dude, there's so many songs where Ed Sheeran goes, ay, 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 ay. That's his move, hey? That's kind of his... To just kind of fill the space with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, right before we started recording, I was saying to George, I don't think I could name a single Ed Sheeran song. And he was just going off. Yeah, bro. I'm uh, singing songs. I'm kind of Ed-pilled right now. <laughs> You're very Ed-pilled because you saw Ed live. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Were there women throwing bras at him? <laughs> I heard for Drake there were a lot of bras being thrown. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't see a single brassiere huh. being uh ejaculated towards interesting <laughs> yeah um do you think he smashed though after the show oh. were there groupies well i think he's getting i think he's married and has oh. a kid right now yeah. so he probably shouldn't do that is what you're saying yeah yeah <laughs> exactly. it would be frowned upon <laughs> okay that makes sense um but uh yeah man i think uh okay pat for the duration of this pod yeah i, I have a i have a request <laughs> I'm so scared. What's up? All right. I I would I would prefer it if you called me Mill Chocolate. <laughs> well, I would prefer if you called me the Vanilla Gorilla. So <laughs> you know, sure. <laughs> I, I I ran to kids' speech today, and I saw <laughs> some graffiti on like a crate, just like a crate that was standing on the beach, um, that said Mill Chocolate. It was like M I L L huh. Chocolate. And it's a I've good been, rap name. Uh, I've been obsessed with that. Yeah. yeah. Mill chocolate. Mill chocolate. Pretty cool. Interesting. Yep. Um, chilling, chilling back in Pat's apartment. Uh, on his couch. Pat's back from Naramata. I am back. They let me on the plane. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. It was a crazy lineup at the Penticton Airport. I what? gotta say. Oh. It was out of control. Damn. And now whenever I go to an airport that's like not running efficiently, I'm like, this would not fly in Asia. They oh, would yeah. keep it trucking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So now I'm always comparing everything to like the high standard of efficiency of various Asian airports. Yeah. 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 Although they do airports uh, do feature conv the conveyor belts, which is seems like a very Asian feature. Right. You know what I mean? Where you could just those walking conveyor yeah. belts. But don't you those hate when so people sick. get on the conveyor belt and then they just plant? It's oh, like yes. if you walked, you would have like a two times speed multiplier, 2x 2.5. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like in Mario Kart where you go yeah. on those little booster. Do you, do you think anyone listens to this podcast on like 1.5 speed? <laughs> Some people do listen to pods that way. Do you, yeah. Shout out to our manager, Garth. Yeah. I've heard some stuff about how he listens to pods. Oh, shit. Yeah. Proclivities. He's got proclivities. His, uh, his tastes. <laughs> yeah uh dude those conveyor belts i are like a, you know i i feel like that's like when they created those yeah do you think they thought that they would be do you think they created those at airports and then they thought they would pop yes. off more 
whoever, um, whoever created those? Good question. Yeah, because why couldn't we just have those downtown? <laughs> right? Right. Why can't we just be like the Jetsons, right? Uh, with yeah. those conveyor because I think that's they had those on the Jets Jetsons just everywhere like conveyor belts, right? Well they had they had tubes, right? They had tubes. Didn't they as have well? like the like a big mailroom tube? They yes. just had that for like people. Yeah, lots of tubes. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever uh, fuck with yogurt tubes? Occasionally. Yeah. Then I grew up and I was like, nah, too sus. Yeah. Can't do this anymore. <laughs> You're right. Why right. are you as a man letting a go gurt squirt in your mouth? Yeah, exactly. I don't know, folks. Dude, nothing's Riddle more, me this. Nothing's more bitch than like when you got to the end of your tubes and you have to, you're like squeezing the, yeah, you're the like last jacking drops of, it off. The last drops. Of yeah. I, I would never it. squeeze. I would just throw it out. Just throw it out. Yeah. I never squeeze for the toothpaste. I'm like, oh, you don't? I just throw it out. Oh, shit. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you think any of your listeners have heard dracula flow one through three yeah i think you referenced it last pod yeah. too i hope they have by now i really hope they have yeah. folks if you haven't heard this you need to look up dracula flow <laughs> and watch them in chronological order well in machete- because it's the funniest shit i've ever seen well weren't you saying you have to watch it in machete order like start with three no, no, I no. say build up to three. Oh, because one is the shortest, but by three, the lore gets so crazy. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, is there like a larger story? Ah, do we get? To- it's unfolding. Wow. Did you notice at the end of two how he pulls out a two hundred times size AirPod to talk into? But you know what? I haven't, I haven't seen one and two just oh, yet. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, so dude, you gotta it. flesh out the lore. Don't spoil it because it starts like. You know, kind of the same tone, but it gets more and more elaborate each video. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and by three, it's like he's saying shit like, <laughs> I threw diamonds at strip clubs under the ancient pyramids. Like, I pushed a camel through the eye of a needle. I've seen the eye of horror. <laughs> Left the ops looking like a Resident Evil 5 campaign extra. <laughs> <laughs> and then i was telling you he'll just drop like just he's so he'll drop elaborate bars like yeah. that and then he'll just say shit like this, this shit, shit ain't nothing to me man <laughs> i'm a demon it's so good and again Which, for those of you who haven't seen this is an old white man who is seems to be completely bald and they've sharpied on like a widow's peak hairline like dracula and he's wearing mirrored glasses and like a dracula outfit yes and you can see the hairline melt throughout the video and he's just saying shit like we're smoking symbiotes i'm on 12 vicodin smoking scooby-doo dick dude there's something so hard about like old republican man rap flow there's something that like (laughs) There's nothing harder than that. You know what I mean? And I noticed today when I was re-watching on the plane before it took off. Yeah. <laughs> I had nobody beside me, by the way. So that's why I was doing that. <laughs> okay. I would have been doing normal shit if I'd had a uh, neighbor. Okay. You can like at times see the reflection of the iPhone like in his mirrored glasses. <laughs> yes. as you're reading I noticed that when I was watching it on the big screen but, in the uh, next house. A a few bars that jumped out to me today. And hmm. uh I think the first or second, he says. I hope they're like I hope they're aliens. I need more things to fuck. <laughs> and he also says in three, <laughs> call that pussy the Matrix. I'm in that bitch and I can't get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite is still um, 
It's still I, I it's something like I choke someone out with Givenchy gloves. Yeah, the last thing they saw was the price tag on him. I let the archangels take him. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Um, I've been going around all week. Uh, I'm on the Broward County Tic Tacs. I'm on the Nashville Nibblers. I don't know what the fuck that means. I think he's talking about perks. Yeah, I don't know right. why they'd be called Nashville Nibblers. <laughs> uh. Anyway, I'm assuming nobody listening has ever seen this before. You gotta check it out. It's very funny. You do have to check um, it out. Yeah, I think that's all I have to say about that. For sure, for sure. Let's sure. move on. Um, so let's get right into it because we do want to do our shortest episode ever. Yes. The movie this week, The Deepest Breath. Mm-hmm. Documentary. Straight facts, Doc, no cap. Doc Ock. And I got Alfred say, Molina. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Joey Diaz cameo. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> young coked out joey diaz being like we're in new york yeah <laughs> so sick you mess with one of us you mess with all of us so sick <laughs> when he was still in boulder colorado doing eight balls um <laughs> what was i saying okay so this movie the deepest breath documentary would you say free diving is the dumbest sport you've ever fucking seen so you're <laughs> those of you who are not familiar with free diving yeah you're, you 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 go like this <gasps> And you go down. You and- do like a breathing exercise. You do like short little ins and outs. Yeah. And you're on your back. You have like the airplane neck pillow floating you. Yeah. And you just dive down. And you, you go as deep as you can. But, and you're holding on to because you've got. It's a rope. To a rope. You're holding yeah, on you're to. Holding yeah, you're holding on to a rope. A so, rope. You don't, so you don't lose your way. And you go down as far as you can. And then you come back up. And I'd say like 75% of the time based on this movie, you black out. Yes. So there is a very <laughs> high likelihood as you ascend you're getting weaker and weaker right because you've been holding your breath the pressure's been affecting you so there are other free divers who are safety divers who dive down kind of with you and then come up with you and they help you if you black out which according to this movie you're gonna fucking black out (laughs) but according to one guy in this movie is like you know if you're unconscious for more than a minute that's when it's a problem it's like I don't think it's good to black out at all. Totally. Dude, I think the ideal amount of fucking blacking out from holding your breath is don't do it. For sure. Right? For sure. It can't be good for you. No. Because the idea is you have proper medical help that can yeah. resuscitate you. I don't know about that, dude. Dude, I was laughing. I was rewatching this movie today because I'd seen it before and I, I told you yeah. about it. I, I said we should watch so it. So I watched it earlier today for folks who don't know. And then I got on a plane, came back. Now we're recording. I literally watched it right before i left the house yeah so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like half paying attention while like yeah. we had guests over but um <laughs> i we were I was like laughing. oh george what's your podcast about here like uh <laughs> it's normal i promise <laughs> we don't talk about jacking off every episode we just hold our breath for a long time and we have a safety timer a safety potter a here safety. with us <laughs> damn dude me and Pat were talking though, like so. So the movie's about this girl, uh, this Italian girl, Alessia, Alessia Zacchini, who. Is, and, so like, her dad is interviewed throughout this movie, and he goes like, "Yeah, so this has been her dream since she was like twelve years old." And there's yeah. this essay that he that they read. <laughs> yes. It's like she wrote this essay when she was like twelve. She's like, "No one understands." Do you ever think that? Oh no, this is the quote. Do you ever think that people around you don't understand your dreams? Crazy to write as a twelve year old. Because her dream was, like, to be the world's best free diver, which is which, insane. First of all, when you're a kid, how do you even find out about free diving? Dude, that was the thing. Also, she, she I'm going to go on one... record. If I'm a parent and my kid is like, 
I'm thinking about the ocean a lot. I kind of want to dive down there. I want to free dive. I would beat their ass until they <laughs> stop talking about the ocean. I'd be like, look, nothing good goes on down there. You don't need to go down there. You'd give them some bath time to remember. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, look, get in the bath. Here's a rubber duck. Yeah. Sort it out. You're not going in the fucking ocean. I'd give them a bath time. They won't forget. <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat the ocean right out of them, bro. Uh, yeah, dude. But then we were laughing like, dude, what if what if I was like, no one understood when I was 12. Like, no yeah. one understands my dreams. I want to be the world's best podcaster. And I was saying to George, what if you knew 100 people ahead of you had died trying to podcast about the kissing booth? Would you still want to do it? <laughs> Because they're talking about like the famous blue hole in Egypt, which kind of the main set piece of the movie takes yeah. place in. Yeah. Apparently, like triple digit number of people have died. They're comparing it to like it's actually more dangerous than Everest if you break yeah. it down. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I would not need to go in the blue hole. The blue I'd hole? be like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> she said, I'm in the wrong hole. I said, I'm lost. Uh-uh. This one's blue, dude. Call that blue hole the Matrix because I'm in that bitch and I can't get out. <laughs> Bro, I love this energy. R.I.P. to the greatest free diver ever who legitimately died in the blue hole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For also, I know we're jumping all around, but there's really a pretty thin plot, quote unquote. So the greatest free diver ever. Who Natalia is Molchinova. Natalia russian chick who is how much counter strike do you think she's played in her lifetime <laughs> so much <laughs> we were also talking before we started recording about how russians love counter strike yes and we looked up the real the real raw numbers which and they are the population that plays counter strike yes, the most 12 percent right of all csgo players are russian that's one in eight which dude. i fully called it that's yeah. fucking one in eight i totally that was it. inspired by me showing you a picture of daniel medvedev who is the finalist in the u.s open <laughs> And I was like, isn't this dude fucking Russian? And you were like, he's a Counter-Strike player. Yeah, for sure. He's a Counter-Strike Russian. You know he plays Counter-Strike to like decompress after yeah. a big match. You know, he plays, counter- <laughs> he plays Counter-Strike between matches. You know how some people have like the ritual of like bouncing a ball yeah. several times? Oh, totally. He needs to get like one kill. Well, it is That's funny that ritual. like he's built like a stack of dimes and Alcaraz, his opponent, is like pretty buff for a tennis player. Yeah. Guess who won? skinny guy of course man (laughs) you don't need to be buff to play tennis i'm always telling people this i always tell people to tread lightly around me whenever we we will get you in the end whenever people criticize my physique i'm like yo i play tennis though like it wouldn't make sense to get to get buff (laughs) (laughs) it's a different thing (laughs) yeah it's you wouldn't understand yeah uh what the fuck was I saying? Dude, I I just want to say I love this energy just starting out with the film. I feel like we <laughs> we we're bringing the energy that we usually bring to the intro segment yeah. <laughs> to the movie cuz we're always we're like kind of burned out. We're always kind of gassed out the by the time we get to the movie. So I love that we're actually yeah. like <laughs> bringing the bringing the heat. <laughs> talking about this movie. Um, I'm on 12 Vicodins. Yeah. I'm smoking symbiote. But dude, she, so yeah, you were saying she she got obsessed with like the best free diver in the world at yes. the time, Natalia Molchinova, this Russian. And yeah, so basically our main Oh, before we even go into the main figures, here's what I was thinking. Free climbing, hmm. very dangerous. Yeah. Free diving, very yeah. dangerous. Yeah. However, I was thinking about it deeper. Free diving, you can't accomplish anything that you couldn't regular diving. Right, scuba There's diving. no reason when you're free diving to a place, you could go there with a tank. <laughs> you could go beyond with yeah. a tank. Yeah. So it's truly this like insane game of chicken. Yeah. It's like this courage thing. But with free climbing, I guess you could argue a lot of cliff faces don't have the proper like shit to clip in all the harnesses and stuff. Mm. Or like you go to any 
cliff face or mountain in the world and free climb. So it's like, in theory, you could see things free climbing that you would not be able to if you're climbing with a proper harness, right. like clipping a line in and everything. Although most free climbers, because I, dude, I, I don't know why, but <laughs> I get obsessed with those random shit. Like I get obsessed <laughs> with climbing documentaries. Right. Like I, I have no interest in climbing. I mean, right. I do actually, I do like climbing at like the gyms and stuff, but like I, um, I got obsessed with free, with climbing documentaries for a while. Yeah. And uh, I mean, most free climbers, bird. they like, they do it. They first, they do the route um with the ropes and then they right, free climb it right practice. so it's to practice yeah. some free climbers you're right do just go um, <laughs> it's insane to just go this one dude from squam i was watching this documentary this one guy from squamish you said just do that shit. oh what's his name i forget his name i feel it like was, i've it was heard like the a name fr- it was like a yeah. french name um Le- yeah leclerc or something mark andre leclerc yes yes yeah yes. yeah he would just like climb ice ice mountain faces with like pickaxes for the fir- <laughs> very first time damn like, insane dude that's a wild boy. That's so wild. Wild ass white boy. <laughs> the wildest white boy to ever do it. Um, but <laughs> the wildest guilo of all time. But no, but your point is 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 accurate. Like you couldn't get you don't get anything more, I feel like, out of the experience other no. than the literally the thrill of and it was also interesting to me that when you're free diving, the only safety divers you can have are also free divers. Yeah. Because they need to be able to pull your body up very rapidly. And if they had a tank, they wouldn't be able to do that. They'd get so it's radio like, heads. The not only, <laughs> they'd be they'd be all bended, dude. So not only is it dangerous for you, it's more dangerous for the safeties. Like Correct. it's just more dangerous and complicated for everyone involved. Everyone involved. For no goddamn reason other than like, I like it. That's the thing. And, the, and we'll <laughs> talk about the end of this movie. It's like kind of the theme of this movie, which is like when you do, when you decide that you want to do this, you're pulling a bunch of other people in. Yeah, no, of course. With you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that puts them in danger, which is totally fucked up, right? Like what yeah. other sport is that? I mean, tennis, you know, you might get struck by that ball, right? <laughs> well, you're going to walk it off pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might get aced. It might hurt your dignity, but you're going to be back in there. Right, right. You're not right. going to black out and need somebody to save your <laughs> life. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think that does to someone like getting just like fucking boom, pummeled with the ball on, on like in like a big tournament on, on national TV? um are you talking just about getting like, domed with a tennis ball i mean i think it a little bit. hurt but i don't think a tennis ball is firm enough to really do any damage i think no i'm saying to your dignity oh right yeah well i mean if the ball went in and then it hits you and you're not able to return it that would be embarrassing right 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 yeah but yeah, if it's yeah. if it's a fault and it somehow just hits you yeah yeah i don't know i've never i'm sure it has happened but i've never seen it happen sure yeah i feel yeah. like it's very unlikely, yeah. but not impossible. I think tennis would be more entertaining <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't a match between two people. It was just one dude chucking balls or like serving balls as fast as he can at like a dude that's just running around the court on the other just end. Ball boy. <laughs> just trying to get the ball boy. <laughs> See how many times he gets him. <laughs> Sorry, ball person. It's 2023. Oh, excuse us. Who am I to say that? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you get like a really fast guy, like like you get like a like Usain Bolt, like a really right. fast runner. You know what I mean? And you see how many yeah. times you can get him, and he can move around. You know, he can move around in that square within that square. Maybe. Have you ever gone to a driving range and there's a dude driving the little armored cart thing, trying to pick up the balls, and yeah. you're trying to hit him? Oh, uh, that's a fun game. I've actually never gone to the driving. Everyone range. becomes obsessed with trying to hit the pickup ball. Oh, I see. Vehicle. I see. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think. Either I did it once or I came within like a fucking oh, 
hair of doing oh, that. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, dude. But it's so dangerous. Yeah, I was laughing at the very, very beginning of this documentary. It's like you see Alicia driving um, to the to a competition. Yes. And she goes, I think the interviewer asks her, like, so do you ever, like, yes. do you ever think about, like, the fact that you might die doing this? And she goes, I never think about death or that free diving could lead to death. But it's like all Which, so Alicia. Okay, do Alicia, you believe that at all, Alicia? I never think free diving could lead to death. I never think about death. Also, Alicia blacks out constantly while free yeah, diving. Yeah, so <laughs> like, look, I straight up don't believe that. I think that's it's crazy. Part of her, like myth making as a diver it has to be part right? of her persona. Like, it has to be. There's no way you could do this activity and not think like, yeah, I'm taking my life in my hands every time, especially if apparently blacking out is pretty fucking common or like getting a lung squeeze or whatever they call it like yeah uh, or do you think do you think that is actually true and in order to free dive or do any like stupid reckless shit you truly have to just not think about death like you don't have that part of introspection in you but like just like it's gonna work out but even like <laughs> alex honnold right in, yeah in the free solo documentary was like oh yeah i know i am right die. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I, I think it's just ignorant to so be like no fuck it, I'm, I'm not gonna die. immediately in this documentary i was like cap that's cap yeah, yeah. like i don't fucking buy that at all <laughs> um because no about, that's because they talk about people dying when yeah. free diving all, all the time and like, like how are many we, people die are doing... we supposed to believe that her dad who's interviewed has never had a conversation with her where he's like I'm worried you're going to die doing this. Yeah. Like, yeah. really? You never thought of it? Also, it's crazy when uh, Natalia, kind of like the goat of that community, dies in the blue hole. Yeah. Th they're interviewing people who are like, and it occurred to the community, we could die doing this. It's like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> it didn't occur to you beforehand? Yeah, bro. Are you like... Do you have an IQ of 85? Like, what the fuck do you mean it occurred to you? Dude, all their brain cells are yeah, no, gone they from free their brain cells. <laughs> it's like, it was insane. That's like, oh, community-wide, we need to literally see one of our own die for it to actually occur to us that we could die doing this. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> it's, it's insane. Yeah, a lot on Letterboxd a lot of people yeah. with this sentiment like why are people even doing this right because it's like you know i understand to an extent like wanting to dive to see what's beneath the ocean but it's like this you're doing it without any or without many of the safety measures yeah and it's not like you're seeing anything they're just going straight down into darkness. literally darkness well okay so Right? And, but, like, it's not sightseeing. It's just going as deep and dark as possible. Dude, do you think... You know how people are into, like, autoerotic asphyxiation? Do, right. Do you think they all get horny free diamond holding their breath? Oh. Yo. Huh. I think they're all hard as shit. But people die from autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, yeah. They're above the water. Oh, like, yeah. This whole thing's just so dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fucking dumb. Also, I was thinking about this when I was watching. Ocean Gate. Most people had very little sympathy for the Ocean Gate billionaires oh you're right 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 do you think a lot of people are watching this being like yeah they fucking deserved it like they put themselves in that situation yeah or the way it's framed and spun and kind of like the a24 touch on it yeah people are like oh my god it's so sad like yeah because yeah. i think people are gonna be sympathetic to this yeah to an extent but it's like how is this really that much different from the ocean gate sub right is people choosing to put themselves in a situation that is yeah 
known to be objectively dangerous. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no. And if that's, that's what fair. turns your crank, do it. Yeah. But, bro, if I could have shown them the Melville, the sea is the sea type thing, I think I could have averted all of this. <laughs> I was constantly thinking about that yeah. quote as I was watching this. I was also Nonetheless, <laughs> the sea is the sea. <laughs> also, okay, this is weird, but, like, I actually do this like when i watch any movie but i was doing it especially during this movie were you ever trying to hold your breath no no i was trying to hold my breath because <laughs> i knew them. i'd die if i tried to <laughs> fair enough yeah. there's a scene in one of the mission Impossible <laughs> that really stressed me out where oh, yeah. it was underwater for a long time yeah, and yeah, i was yeah. trying to do it and uh, didn't go too well you ever hear about people who hold their breath when they cross a bridge or when they're in a tunnel yeah what the fuck is with those people yeah dude what's going on there right right so crazy like i could see it if you're going in a tunnel underwater yeah but you're going in a tunnel above ground it's kind of fun though i i actually do like just hold my breath at random times amanda will sometimes see me like are you breathing right now she'll see like, you with your no. forehead being pulsing like slumped over the wheel <laughs> the car is doing a 1080 spin she's like george are you all right because i convince myself that it's like training my lungs so i i, I... <laughs> training for what <laughs> What know, are you man. building up to? I don't know. You never know. <laughs> Better to be prepared. Better to be prepared. Damn. Um, but <laughs> we should say so. Uh, yeah. Let, let's let's uh, let's button down the hatches here a okay. little bit. So, yeah. Our our main character in this in this story is Alicia Zakini. Alessia. 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 Excuse me. Zakini. Um, and this is and this guy Steve, right? So yeah, Steve Keenan, Keenan, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and she is Italian. He is Irish. Yes. Both of their fathers are interviewed. Yes. No mothers. Yes. Um, I believe his mother died of cancer. Right. I don't know where her mother is. Yeah, I don't know. Her I, I like to know what's going on with the mother. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Where were the where parents were the par- at? Truly, where were the parents at? <laughs> like where it's at. Yeah. Middle of America. Um. And then we also have Natalia, who is kind of like the goat of this community. Yeah. Kind of like the elder states woman. Yeah. Um, her son, Alexi, who is also a free diver, who Steve at one point famously rescues, yeah. saves his life, and that kind of builds Steve's profile in the community. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say, yeah. So the, the movie is framed as um, how it's kind of their love story right so yes. alessia and steve and how do they meet right yes and it's sort of starts with their individual stories um but so interesting thing about this documentary is that alessia uh neither steve nor alessia are, yes. are interviewed throughout i was this about documentary. to say so we're seeing archival footage yeah we're hearing old interviews yeah we're seeing their peers interviewed in real time but they are absent from the narration for much of the movie in the present timeline. So we're thinking, did something bad happen to one or both of them? And who is alive? And people are subtly speaking in ways that makes you think a tragedy happened. Yes. And um, Steve, actually, I noticed, um, has a first uh, a present narration going on mm. throughout some of. So there's there's some sort of recording of Steve. And he is talking about some of these events in the present tense. So that that actually made me think the first time I was watching it that Steve is still alive, but uh, something happened to Alessia. I don't know what you thought at the beginning I of this movie. I also thought Steve was going to be alive. Yeah. Alessia was going to die. Alessia was going to die. Yes. Should we spoil it? Uh, why, don't we, I, why don't we not spoil it? I think we should go through it. 
<laughs> Fine. Easy, easy champ. <laughs> this sucks. I hate it. Oh, dude. You're, you're the, you're, you went full vanilla gorilla in that yeah. one. Yeah. I've been drinking so much milk, dude. I was saying, like, I, I was born in the milk. <laughs> dude, I was saying, there's a vacuum of Molded content. By it. There's a vacuum of content right now on YouTube. I was saying to Pat, he should do milk reviews. And we looked it up. There, there's no such thing that exists right now because no one's out here drinking milk except for Pat. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think you should do milk reviews. Best brands we of milk. We live in a cucked generation where even if you go to a fucking coffee shop and you yeah. say, hey, can I have my Americano with milk? They'll be like, what kind of milk? Yes. Yes. Cow milk, you stupid bitch. Right. right. <laughs> milk, milk. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Straight from the udder. I do wonder what the percentages of people who order from like coffee shops who get alternative milk these days. Oh, it's got to be 90%. I really? You think like oh, way yeah, over, yeah. huh? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I still, I feel like there's still a stronghold of like uh, oh, regular we're, uh, milk drinkers. We're a radicalized fringe. You we're out so? there. You we're in so? compounds. We're at shooting <laughs> ranges. We're discussing our ideas. You, you talk, you're talking about this like they talk about like the the other mutants in the next men movie like they're out <laughs> <Yeah>. there <laughs> and you'll see shots. we're deep in the field and you see shot vague shots of like the mutants that are going to be introduced in the next movie or whatever yeah. right we're out there I, i'm trying to become a mutant off this milk yeah um and with that i think we should take a break yeah let's cut to break and then come back and we will tell you all about uh yeah this story why you should not free dive <laughs> yeah man <laughs> don't do it heard it both ways <laughs> all right we are back and we are here we're to still tell you... doing our fastest episode ever i'm trying to link and build with the boys after this all right trying to get together a nasty <laughs> crew of fellas <laughs> that's right that's right and i'm trying to i'm trying to riz up amanda <laughs> Call me the Rizza, dude. <laughs> You're going back to your apartment being like, Amanda, I swear I'm never going to podcast again. Take me back. It'll all be different. <laughs> I'll be a normal guy for nah, now on. Nah, man. Call me Mill Chocolate. Call <laughs> call me the call me the Rizza. Call dude, this is the Poon Tang. 36 Chambers dog. 69 Chambers. Sam. Yo. I uh I sent you a screenshot. I was rizzing out that girl on Hinge earlier. I I I, I saw it, dude. We, I was very proud. Yeah. We were joking about like how easy it is for parents to get sucked into Netflix content, specifically sports content. <laughs> <laughs> and she was saying, like, yeah, there needs to be a childproof uh like a parental control setting, which is where the child gets to shut off their parent for screen time, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Honestly, though, there should like, yeah, yeah. My parents have gone into Breakpoint, which is a tennis one. They got into some sort of like Tour de France biking one. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to follow you there. Sounds boring as hell. But good luck with that. <laughs> and uh, it would not shock Dude. me if they got into the F1 drive to survive thing, which has been, I think that's a template mm. for other sports realizing, oh, Netflix is a good platform to tell the stories of each season and get new fans. Yes. Right. Because drive to survive has been huge for F1 viewership, apparently. Right. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, actually. No, dude. Like the cars go in a circle really fast. <laughs> Fuck out of here. No. Or they go in like an, a slightly more complicated circle. Yeah, no. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. You're, you're not going to. They're in Montreal. Now they're in Miami. I wonder what's going to happen. Right. You're not following them down that blue no. hole. No, no. <laughs> I'd rather just 
<laughs> fall off the rope and die. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, not going to watch the biking one. Probably yeah. will watch the tennis one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I took a tennis lesson when I was up in Nevada with my dad. Oh, you did? We had the same instructor. Hell yes. He was so dope. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. I t- yeah. Shouts out to Zach, the instructor, who's definitely undercharging us. Um, <laughs> he was trying to get us to like play in a doubles tournament this weekend. I'm like, ah, bro, I'm going back to Vancouver. Playing a doubles tournament? Yeah. Damn, bro. <laughs> well, I think my dad wants to get into playing doubles with some people like up in Aramata and Penticton. Oh, shit. Like some strangers. So we were learning some doubles strategy from Zach. And I didn't realize like in doubles, I thought it was kind of like, you feel it out with your partner and you decide like who does what when but there's like a very prescribed way of being like if the shot goes beyond the person at the net you know you switch places like mm. you there's a way you're you're supposed to move and like cover the court okay okay me and you did doubles once we did we yeah. didn't know all this information yet so yeah. i can tell you the next time perfect we started strong yeah. and then i started getting like disinterested at one point and, <laughs> and i started acting I, out i could tell your uh, mental focus was slipping yeah i think i'm just playing one-on-one with eric on tuesday though mm, so mm, yeah we'll chop it up cool and then once i get that alcaraz uh patterned shirt from nike delivered <laughs> it's gonna be game over <laughs> <laughs> do you think tennis uh is the sport with the coolest drip i feel like it's the, I, I feel like it has the coolest drip like the polo shirts i do the feel tennis like shoes it has cool drip and short I, shorts very sick. i feel like it hits a good intersection of like strict traditionalism yeah but also a lot of space for the individual player to express themselves exactly and what's happening during the u.s open that has people's feathers a bit ruffled mm. is all of the male players are wearing tank tops again ah. which is allowed but Dude, it's bold. That's gonna be way too stimulating for the for the milfs in the in I the know, stands. <laughs> well, when you have people like Alcaraz who are just yoked, yeah, these uh twenty year old yoked guys in tank tops. Oh like, my sheesh. god, dude, get their pussy hotter than a computer running Counter Strike <laughs> for eight hours. Is this a Dracula flow? <laughs> god damn, is that milk chocolate, bro? <laughs> milk chocolate. <laughs> We can't hold Mill Chocolate accountable for what he says. <laughs> He's a demon. It's my uh, it's my alternate it's my alter ego. Like Nicki Minaj <laughs> has her uh, her Barbie or no her Roman Zelensky persona. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Wait, Roman Zelensky. Is that meant to be like Roman Polanski? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. She has and she had now or a song called Roman's Revenge. She wow. sings. She sings in like a British accent huh. when she's Roman Zelensky. Very. But Roman Polanski is Polish. She's not British. It's yeah. She's just having fun I don't out there. Understand she's it, just having dude. fun out there. <laughs> she's just having a laugh. She's yeah. <laughs> having a laugh. Yeah. Um. Okay. So free diving, dumbest shit ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, I think we should talk about because I, I really like their individual their two stories. So let's yes. so let's talk about let's start with Steve because Steve has a fascinating story. He's a wild boy. <laughs> He's such a wild also, boy. Steve. Steve did the thing that a lot of people used to do kind of pre-social media where they yeah. just had a video camera and they filmed themselves all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is dope. And um, I don't know if after watching Tiger King, you got into the adventures of Rick Kirkham or the director dude in the uh-huh. cowboy hat uh-huh. who used to be like a news anchor and a horrific crack addict. Oh, and he filmed himself throughout his life. The movie is called TV Junkie. It's one of the most depressing things you can watch. Wow. But he has so many hours throughout all the years of his life filming himself. Oh, wow. And I'm like, 
that's kind of a dope move because now people don't really film themselves they record for like TikTok or instagram yeah they do bite size but just doing like home videos yeah it's like a cool move ah, it's so cool and i've been like i've been getting into <laughs> photography recently so i've been taking a lot of photos but i'm like yeah doing home videos would be really interesting when your dad would just let it roll for like yeah for, too long for like half an hour and nothing's happening yeah you're just making a puzzle or something because i remember my grandpa on my mom's side of family gatherings had like a camera and he'd film a lot and yeah. i'm like you know he's since um he's since passed i'm like i wonder whatever became of all that footage like mm. i'm sure nobody ever edited mm. that stuff together but i'm like i wonder if somebody was patient enough to go through dozens of christmases and birthdays and all that stuff Whoa. if something could be you know assembled that could be a cool fun employed project for you <laughs> oh i have a lot of stuff on the go dude <laughs> i've uh look i I've gotten really into this nine minute live version of the band Jane's Addiction playing the song Jane's Heads, where they do this crazy four minute intro. So that's keeping me pretty busy. And then I started looking up the life story, the real Jane that inspired that song. Turns out she quit heroin in like the early 2000s and she's doing good. Dude, I thought I was going to be more autistic on this pod than you. No, no. Oh, wow. Not even a bad. I've gotten really into the uh, film, <laughs> really into the film photography Reddit. People have a lot yeah. of fun debates on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, people are like, I bought this palette of expired Kodak film from 1996. What should I do with it? And people are like, nothing, dude. Like, why would you do that? Dude, I'm just laughing when, you, when you're unemployed, but you're like, no, man, I got too much going on. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, I can't more, take one more thing on right now. I'm like legitimately more busy than when I ever had a job. I have so much on the go. It's fucking <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> uh, okay, so Steve gets obsessed with David Attenborough. So he like basically yeah. can't hold down like a real job. Like he's one of these guys, Steve right? Steve is born to roam. He has wanderlust. <laughs> he, yeah, absolutely. When, when the home video, if he's like, I'm with the lads in Ethiopia and they fans over to like a bunch of strangers in a hut. They're like, Steve, Steve, rules. are you Christian? <laughs> He's like, no, we're Catholic. Steve rocks. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I was laughing. So he goes, his, uh, he decides, he gets obsessed with David Attenborough, gets obsessed with Chimp Empire, this guy, and goes to like look for the chimps in the <laughs> yeah. Congo. And there's this part in the documentary where uh, they're about to cross a river. He just looks directly into the camera and he goes, yeah, so my guides are telling me like yes. if we cross this river, we're all going to get river blindness. Yes, okay, so <laughs> what the fuck? I looked up river blindness yeah, me and too. at first I thought like snow blindness yes, is when light reflects off snow yeah, yeah, yeah. and damages your eyes. No, not at all. It's uh, when you get like a fucked up parasite parasite yeah so why do they call it river blindness because i think the parasite can make you blind eventually if it's untreated <sighs> dude i would simply choose not to go in that river well i was saying i was, I was thinking <laughs> today when, when i was watching it i was like okay when you do a trip this big and it's like you know when you've like <laughs> you know when you're on a trip yeah and it's like you go out or something with some friends yeah. and it's like we're about to spend a shit ton of money or something yeah. we're about to order a bottle yeah and you go like oh fuck it i'm already on this trip i'm already in this club Dude, like yeah. <laughs> i feel like that's where steve was at when it's like you said <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like the sales thing I'm, where the more you can get a customer to say yes to each individual decision 
the more likely they are to give you that final yes for the sale. It's like when you bought in so much, it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. George is also not anywhere close to his mic. He's opening a Corona Sunbrew right now. This is my third he's, Sunbrew, which means had... that I have 30% of my daily vitamin D Folks, content do you in my body. That every, every one of these has 30% of your daily vitamin D. Why do you as a man, George, need so much artificial D? <laughs> <laughs> none of your none of your beeswax none of your deeswax <laughs> you haven't gone out all summer you've been yeah. a bubble boy <laughs> just, yeah just drinking some brews at home playing counter-strike um play Counter-Strike, yeah. dude i think i think you know you know how the ukrainians should beat the russians in counter-strike oh yeah that would really like break their morale yeah if the ukrainians what could, what, could what beat if they the russians in Team fortress 2 winner take all oh yeah <laughs> Dude, that game was so fucking fun. <laughs> Do war run war game maneuvers in Counter Strike. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. So yeah. So Steve gets obsessed with nature. Eventually, he finds himself in um uh in this place in Egypt, which uh, I think it's called Daba. Daba, and it's like a diver's mecca, where <laughs> essentially there's like a coral reef like right off the beach that you can walk to it's the gold gym la of it diving. is mecca yeah and there's the famous blue hole which is described as like an abyss mm-hmm. and it's described as hyper dangerous yeah but he becomes interested in diving that he becomes interested in being a safety diver after yes um after he has an experience where he almost died yes um and that uh everybody in this movie is almost always constantly dying but yet being like yeah it didn't even occur to me that we could die yeah what the fuck is with these people <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah he becomes a safety diver and as you were saying before he gets uh famous he kind of blows up in the community when he rescues the son of natalia Molchanova, alexi yeah Yeah. and he sort of he has this heroic save where where alexi was going for the deepest dive uh in ever i think at the time and uh basically um yeah steve was like the first safety so he was like deepest down and he was about to pass out because you know alexi was going so fucking deep um and i think it was described at one point he kind of had to make a decision like i either need to go down and rescue him or go back up to the surface like he couldn't really stay at the elevation he was at like needed to make a choice yeah yeah so so he rescues him depth maybe not elevation yeah whatever dude steve you guys know what i mean dude steve seems like such a good guy like i I can't even i can't even clown that dude he's he's so fucking cool (laughs) he just seems so genuine like wants to protect other people like yeah make this insane community better and safer yeah 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 as they're all doing something that could kill them yeah um yeah (laughs) steve seems really good yeah but um yeah that's sort of his story and uh so alessia she uh as we said she like gets interested in diving from a very very young age which like yeah as i said how does that even happen right like she just fully imprinted it's it's crazy right um because she was watching natalia as a kid yeah this is my guy it strikes me like it's like she sees this one cool thing when she's young and it's like this is what i want to do for the rest of my life but it's like wait there's like a lot of other cool things you know there's like yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> but I feel that like will actually like pay you money and won't kill you. So she, maybe do those other things. She just committed so early and so like, hard. I don't think they even touched on this in the documentary. Is there any money at all in this? There can't. I mean, maybe if you're the very best. But I mean, maybe there's some stuff in like sponsorships, like for the gear. But, but yeah, I mean, athletes never make anything. I don't well, think unless you're one of the again. I was thinking ones. about like you know certain types of athletes. It's like you'll only ever really be in the Olympics and kind of like trying to break even. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because my mom was asking me as we were watching tennis, one of her many pauses on the game, her famous pauses. <laughs> she's like, if you be any kind of athlete and be really good at it, what would you be? Wow. Like a professional athlete. Great and question. I was saying, well. I'd be a cool black okay. basketball player. <laughs> well, you're like, I'd just be black. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, okay, football is out. I don't want to get CTE. Yeah. Boxing, MMA out again. Yeah. Because long-term effects are not good, right? Um, don't want to get injured. So something low impact, probably not a hockey player, even though that would be cool. Yeah. I think the locker rooms have a good vibe. Um, (laughs) I'm like, honestly, like tennis maybe, but it's very like solitary. I think it would be fun to be part of a team versus just like the psychological burden of being like a lone wolf. Right. Right. Uh, Which I don't know. That that was me when I was doing biathlon. Yeah. Individual sport. You were out there, man. I was out there, man. So I'm like, my answer was probably either soccer or baseball soccer or baseball yeah both of which you can make a ton of fucking money doing yeah i mean especially baseball is pretty low impact not saying you couldn't get injured especially if you're like a pitcher but dude baseball would be the shit so low effort and also you run for a little bit also i was pointing out yeah very brief burst of effort and you have so many games in a season that if you fucking blow it in one two three games in a row it's like it won't destroy you mentally yeah right you can bounce back it's like we have so much more on the schedule yeah 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 that being said like i don't know is it good to always be traveling uh, uh i don't know yeah but w- yeah within think, america too baseball or soccer right 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 yeah yeah um, and i've heard a, i've actually heard a surprising amount of women be like oh baseball players are so sexy really which is weird because you don't think of them as being very like fit athletes generally canadians say this shit yeah Canadians have said this shit too. I don't know. Maybe I met some demented women. But yeah, fuck? I've heard this from multiple women. They're like, oh, baseball players are so sexy. What the fuck? It's like, wait, what? <laughs> With their Cuban link chains and their tight white pants? That's what you're into? Okay. Sure. They're big fat asses. Yeah. <laughs> They're juicy dumpers. Yo. Yeah, man. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry, I, I feel like I derailed us with that. <laughs> I would <laughs> no. not be a free diver is what I'm trying to <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, no, absolutely not. But yeah, there, there's only a certain... Sp- your point was, uh, yeah, like most of these sports, you're not making really anything. Um, and e- even if you sports, get to the top, some of the sports where you do make a lot of money, you're putting your life and health on the line so yeah. much. That's yeah. like, yeah, that's not worth it. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, but, uh, so yeah, she, she starts early and like, um, she starts competing in, in Italy and she finds that there it's mostly dudes doing this yeah. and you see shots of like dudes in speedos. And there's a lot of stuff where she's like in a swimming pool. Like yeah. You train in a pool, but ultimately I guess the goal is to go into an ocean. Yes. Cause it seems like the training stuff they do is like how much you can go horizontally. Yeah. So it's not deep. Yeah. It's just horizontal. But then the act the actual action is when you go under exactly exactly when you descend did i tell you that my dad used to try to when we first came to canada my dad was uh they insisted that i wear speedos to the public pool (laughs) no you didn't tell me this piece 
of the lore. Yeah, because yeah, you saw those Italian dudes in the video, like oh, all wearing speedos yeah. and that like old grainy footage at the yeah. pool. Yeah, it's so European to wear speedos, obviously. Right. And um, yeah, my parents were trying to put me into speedos, and I, I was not having a dude. I, You're like, there oh, are... that's not the custom here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wore speedos for for a little bit though, until until I went on a school trip mm. in the speedos, um, like a school trip to the in pool the at Mankini. Yeah, yeah, Dang. yeah, yeah. That was me. That was me. Yo, I got clowned on hard for <laughs> oh, those speedos. But I mean, kids are so shitty. It's like, oh, I know. But dude, yeah, yeah. No one else is doing this. No, no, of course. It was very funny. Um, <laughs> but what are you doing now? As an I was, adult, you know what? I was. You can be like, I make my own choices. You know what? I was thinking about this. It'd be pretty sick to kind of to rock a speedo right now. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. I feel like that projects confidence. You think you think more girls would be like into that? I think so. I think with that, yeah. I think the confidence of that. Well, women, women are twisted perverts. Dude. They're into <laughs> baseball players. So I say go for it. Do you want to see how long they can hold their breath? Yeah. Um, and go and down into the abyss. Underwater by a squid. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. It's all tentacle. It's all about the tentacle play. They're, ho- they're praying for, <laughs> for, to feel some suction cups around their necks. <laughs> so so one thing that uh you were saying like why do they do this like i i noticed this time around this watch what they were saying and they they all go like a few of them have said like yeah it's so peaceful like there's mm. nothing more peaceful than free diving than being under that water so that's if- like i feel like whenever people do something super fucked up yeah. they're like it's actually peaceful and stops the voice <laughs> in my head like i've heard people say oh when i caught myself it's peaceful and it's quiet like <laughs> right, people right. do the most fucked up shit and be like actually it's good for me it's right peaceful. You, you can convince yourself anything <laughs> is fucking peaceful yeah i, I don't know <laughs> yeah i get you i get you <laughs> when i'm blacking out and i'm about to die underwater <laughs> it's really peaceful pretty peaceful yeah so <laughs> i don't know about that one so alessia starts doing competitions and she's eat like she's like a ringer like she's yeah. uh she, she has natural talent um she's natty she's natty bro and uh she, but um she uh, she has a rival very early on that she just cannot beat like she keeps getting second place um and she keeps spazzing out when she loses yeah and uh she just gets like super super wound up and angry and then she realizes like oh actually like uh if i calm down um i'm gonna get much better results so when she realizes this she um she beats her right Yes, and uh, Natalia, the goat, was also at one point saying, I think a lot of this sport is psychological. All mental, yeah. And you just need to calm down as opposed to race. Yeah. Um, And that's when you'll succeed. Right, yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Um, But yeah, so eventually she becomes number one and she beats, uh, she crushes records. Um, There's a big international like competition where her, her big rival was like the Japanese lady, Hanako. Right. Yeah, and they go sort of shot for shot, but Alessia ends up uh, uh, beating her and and, bra- right. and breaking the world record. And I record. think it was described in training like one of them would dive to like eighty eight, then the other would go to ninety, and yeah. kind of like this continual arms race in training. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I guess in competition, our girl Alessia manages to uh, to best her. But so in that competition, um, Alessia kept blacking out. And yeah. she was like not calm, like she was spazzing hard because yeah. it was the pressure was on. Um, and so what what actually helped her was that Steve was the safety diver yes. for her, and he actually like 
I don't know. I mean, he probably just thought she was hot, but he like sort of took her under his wing yes. and like sort of coached her. Yes. Um, yes. And, uh, be- and he helped her to calm down. And so the documentary frames it as like Steve sort of helped her win that competition and break that record. And she got, and she beat Natalia Molchanova's record. I think yes. she got like 102 meters, um, which was the deepest, I guess a woman <clears throat> has gone at, at the time. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. When you like meet somebody in the same insane subculture that you're in. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. want to meet a girl who's like, <laughs> I want to be the best podcaster, podcaster ever. Dude. I want to be the best movie slash pop culture podcaster ever. I'd be like, well, oh. I'm not going to let you die down there. <laughs> we were close in LA. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely want to take a weird extra 10 seconds and fucking suicide as a result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to spoil it or anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, but... So that's how they meet and yes. they form a relationship. Um, and then eventually they both go to uh, Egypt together. Yes. And Alessia is like, I want to do the blue hole. So, yeah. So essentially a few people have done a free dive under this big arch, like yes. in the blue hole and out the other side. There's a coral reef arch. Yes. So you ha- have to go in. And then, like, under the arch and then out around the other side of the so arch. It's like so it's you're like you're coming s- down on one rope, yeah, swimming freely, and then ascending on another rope that yeah. you're supposed to locate on the other side, yeah, which is apparently quite challenging. People have died. There are all sorts of like plaques because it's dark, kind of like it's in, dark as shit. Because you see the footage too. It's like they... it's like in Run Rabbit Run when they have the plaques of the missing people. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh uh it's like in dark souls where like you find your old loot you know the last time you die if you go to your like where where your your character died last you can like find <laughs> your old a dark soul yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh no i've never played dark souls but i can imagine but yeah yeah you find yeah, you yeah. find your uh your old loot okay perfect. um anyway yeah but you yeah it's, it's very dark right like we see the shots and some of these shots are pretty cool like that they film uh when they free dive that like they'll do one continuous shot under the water yes um and like so at the start of the documentary they have a disclaimer being like some of this is actual footage some of it is recreation right yeah yeah yeah. but it all looks pretty seamless it's like very well done most of it looks yeah i think some I think of like all of it is pretty convincing pretty like nice. this could be actual footage i think so i think yeah. so but uh yeah i was i was just laughing like watching it this time around thinking about steve and like you know this cute italian girl yeah she comes you know she comes to fucking dahab or whatever with him and she she just goes like yeah like let's do the blue hole let's do the blue hole <laughs> steve's just <sighs> want to do the what do you want to do it's another what do you want to do <laughs> blue hole all right okay <laughs> you want to do what <laughs> Like when your girl drags you to go shopping, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the uh, I was listening to a Man Chain Secret Pod clip where Matt McCusker was saying, like, if he listened to his girlfriend about like where she wanted to go all the time, they'd just be broke and always on vacation. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to do the blue hole? Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> I guess we're like, doing yeah, the blue it would be, hole. It would be a disaster if we just always did what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, spoilers, oh. it is. <laughs> so, yes. So they do the fucking blue hole. <laughs> um and like it goes terribly (laughs) there's a little bit of like building up to a heist where they're describing like how it's gonna happen yeah what needs to 
Yeah. And it gets very somber because people are kind of walking through like the events and you're really getting the impression like something didn't go right. Like not everyone came back from this. Yeah. Yeah. And at first you think it's going to be her as like the main diver, of course. Yes. And there's a part where um, one of the women whose name escapes me, one of the other safety divers was saying to Steve, like, are you ready? Going to count you down. Steve's like, no, give me 10 more seconds. Then give me the 10 second countdown. Why? We'll never know. Yeah. This woman is like, I don't know why he said that. I couldn't ask him because obviously he was prepping and doing his weird little breathing exercises. But this basically fucked everything up where um, Alessia was kind of in trouble, didn't know where the rope was, gotten disoriented. Steve came down, helped her back up to the surface. And they both basically like had almost completely blacked out by the surface. He kind of used his last breath to like pop her on her back, which you need if you black out in the open ocean. He died as a result. Yes. And she survived. Yeah. Um, so yeah, nobody knows why Steve needed extra time to begin the descent when everything was so perfectly timed out and seemed like yeah because because so yeah so he's weird. on the other side of this arch right yes. so he has to meet her at a certain he's time on the far side otherwise she's just in the dark she doesn't know where to go yeah and so and he has to give her the rope um but uh so she was fast as well so so she came down yeah. um on the first on one side of the arch 10 seconds earlier than she had expected and yes. steve delayed as you said delayed the time that he dove down by yes. 10 seconds for yeah because it was this was filmed um i think uh or she was recounting this i think in the interview um for whatever reason like yeah we don't know why like it, it he just needed more time i guess he was just freaking out yeah but that messed it all up because they didn't meet um and then yeah so he the way that they explain it is that like he sacrificed his life to save hers because mm -hmm. he ended up putting her face up and he was left face down yeah. and if you're left face down so she well, they both died. blacked out yeah. they both blacked out but she was face up so she was still breathing um so she didn't get like permanent brain damage yeah. or whatever but he was face down and there was no one around them to because mm -hmm. they surfaced like really far away uh from everybody else um so there was no one to put him face up because she had blacked out um so he basically got like permanent brain damage mm -hmm. or whatever and died or his lungs collapsed yeah so fucking sad dude yeah and now she you know alessia at the end we finally get the alessia interview and we find yes. out so that she's alive when fact. it appears that both of them might be dead for the first time we get alessia speaking on screen it's clear she is still alive now um but yeah they withheld that until like the last 20 minutes i would say of the documentary yeah, yeah. even 10 um, i think so yeah, I mean, it's pretty quick from there to the end. Basically, everybody's saying, like, how much Steve meant to them, how he was such a great guy. And uh, Alessia... Never forget him. And Alessia dedicates all her, like... So she she's still doing so, this shit, too. Okay, one of my major issues was, like, I want to know what was going through her mind when she first started free diving again after this. Right. Did people tell her not to do this? Did she think, you know, I used all my nine lives... It's crazy to do this again. 
I would have liked more introspection. I would have liked more of a question post where like, yeah. what the fuck drew you back? Yeah. After this. And sort of how can you live with yourself? But like they sort of explain it in that now she dedicates all her wins and, mm. and competitions and all her records to Steve now. Ah, so she's sort of doing something more than that. So it's almost like she I'd is like to know more. She's now doing this almost for Steve or in memory of Steve because he loved right. it so much. Yeah. So it's almost that kind of vibe, right? That kind of energy. The sea is the sea. Yeah. Um, let's take a break, though. Yeah, let's take a break and then quickly come back. We need a breather. Yeah. We need to decompress. Yeah. <laughs> just took the deepest breath. <gasps> All right. We are back. We have returned. And uh, yeah, what would you say? So chill or kill? What do you say? I'm torn. I think it is an interesting premise and there's some pretty compelling footage, but I think thematically it's weak. They could have gone a lot deeper in Mm. the interviews. Yeah. And it is kind of hard as an outsider to really relate to this community and be like, why are people doing this? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know. Why would you go down the ocean gate sub? Why would you free dive? Like why do any of this bullshit in the ocean? And I was thinking about, <laughs> as soon as I started watching this, I'm like, it reminded me of how much I hate underwater levels in video games. Right. Any sort of like Donkey Kong Country underwater level. I'm like, fuck this. It's like, it's, it's, it's I like, just don't need it. it's like everything you've played up to now, but slower <laughs> and less controlled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. <sighs> yeah. I agree. Um, I say chill, but it's not mandatory viewing by by any means um yeah i'm glad they did make it a movie as opposed to stretching it out for too many episodes like netflix yeah is prone to do definitely uh, but uh, honestly i feel like it could have even been a, an hour 30 as opposed to an hour 50 it could have been a tight 90 could have been a tight 90. yeah you're right um i'd say chill for sure i i think i liked it a little more than you did right. i i was uh Although I could, yeah, obviously I can't relate to the community, but I think the <laughs> no, I, well, very few people can. I almost enjoyed the open endedness of like, mm. why are they doing this? Right. Like, I, I, I kind of like that little mystery of like, what the, what are they doing? What? All right. And they, <sighs> he died. They're still doing it. Okay. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it is crazy <laughs> that like you can have so many prominent people in this community die, and they're like. Well, we're not going to stop doing this. Yeah. We're just going to keep doing it, but we're going to be sad now. Yeah. It, like, what the fuck? It's like, like, it's mental illness. If somebody I knew died <laughs> podcasting, I would stop podcasting. <laughs> right. Again, like, you know, if sure. Ty and Eric were to die in a horrific flatbread <laughs> incident, I would hang up the mic. Right. A blend jet incident. <laughs> An unfortunate yeah, encounter with a blend jet. After too many Budweiser's, <laughs> I'd uh, hang up the mic. Yeah. But, uh yeah yeah i think it was it was tense um and yeah i was just kind of fascinated by it you know i i I really am fascinated by these sort of sorts of things yeah um these sorts of escapades i am kind of intrigued whenever i see someone throwing their life away for one particular pursuit i'm like well let them cook let's see what happens exactly and (laughs) and the stories are the story is very um you know it's it's really nicely structured the way that they did it, right? The way that they structured it as like a love story and how do these two people meet, right? Right, And these, right. these two incredible people in this community, right? 
um, and, and how they meet and their journeys uh, towards that. And it was very tense too. Like some of the free dives, the competitions, the first time I watched it, I was, uh, I was on the, the edge of my, the edge of my couch. Um, but I was going to ask you though, before I was before actually wrap. swimming underwater, holding a rope as I was watching that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was free diving the entire time I watched this. Uh, I was going to ask you though, cause this is a point of contention on Letterboxd. Do you think that the, the way that they withheld the information that the guy died and like sort of almost exploited the fact that there will be a death later, but we are not sure who it is. And it sort of becomes this plot point twist. Do you think that's exploitative uh, or do you think it's just good viewing? Um, I think it's a bit annoying to be honest. Annoying. Yeah. It is a little annoying. Yeah. I, uh... here's the thing though. You got your phone in front of you. You can you can you of can course. you can pull the kill switch anytime. Just look this shit up. Yeah, right? I know, of course, of course. So I, I'm a little bit on the fence where I'm like, ah, yeah, it is a little annoying and a little exploitative, obviously, just like true crime docs are, right? Yeah. Um, in that way, because they make a real life event into the story, right? Which in and of itself, I know I got the janitor's keys. Bro. I'm holding up George's keys right now, which are on my coffee table. Why do you have so many keys? Where do all these keys lead? <laughs> just fucking store ominous storage lockers where the fuck are you going i got some storage lockers dude i got some boards tacked on with some pins and some string one two three four five six seven i think we have seven conventional keys several keychain things a bottle opener car keys and then i got fobs condo fobs yeah so all in all, there are just under like a dozen things on here. Look, this it, is this is heavy. There's some heft to this. It, look, important people have a lot of doors to open. I got a lot <laughs> of guess. doors. I got are a lot you, of doors. Do to you open. work as a doorman at your building? <laughs> are you the handyman? Are you doing a Casey Affleck Manchester by the Sea type thing in your building? <laughs> I have like eight different lives. Yeah, <laughs> eight different families. <laughs> Honey, I'm home. Oh, wait, shit, wrong key. <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, so, but I think ultimately it's in the service of a better viewing experience. And don't you want your content as interesting and engaging and kind of, you know, as possible? So I think mm. my ultimate conclusion on this is that it's fine it makes for a better viewing experience. Cause like, yeah, of course you can make a dry documentary where you go like, all right, so Steve died right off the bat fucking, but this is the story. Obviously the tension is just not going to be the same and you're not going to be as engaged. That's the thing. True. True. Huh? Yeah, I guess I agree. Right. I I think they kind of do need to tell it this way. I think so too. To maintain the, uh, the stakes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would give it a chill. I'll give it a chill for sure. For sure. Um, anything else you've watched that you want to shout out? Uh, Shane Gillis fucking comedy special. The beautiful dog special. Yeah, yeah dude. I've been meaning to watch that. I've seen uh, Matt, McCus- Matt McCusker's one. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's really good. Whatever that's called. Yeah. Uh, Speed of Light. <laughs> yes. On YouTube. Yeah, with the rollerblading intro. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sick. He talks about how he got injured doing that. <laughs> he like fell down. Um, I I also watched another documentary called Take Care of Maya, 
which I think is also a Netflix that original. That one sounds like a fucking bummer, dude. It's a huge bummer. It it's very interesting. It's about this girl who gets this disease and uh, most doctors think that she's like faking or lying. Mm. Uh, but there are a few... Did you say most doctors think she's annoying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they she... go to check her out and they go in the little room beside and they're like, oh, what a bitch. Jesus. She's, <laughs> she's irritating. <laughs> Kill out that broad. <laughs> yeah, they just start giving her old-timey diagnoses. Like, she's got hysteria. <laughs> yeah, I need to finger-bang you. You have hysteria. She needs a lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> that was so dope when you could be like, this person's annoying. Let's just pop the top. Yeah, yeah. Screw around with some stuff in there. <laughs> I've had so many people in life that I'm like, I wish they could get a lobotomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for <laughs> it sure. Would fix a lot of people. Yeah, back in the day when dudes would just be like, my wife won't let me beat her. Yeah. <laughs> She's, She's crazy. She's acting crazy. She's acting cr- way out of, out, yeah. out of pocket. Dude. She didn't have dinner on the table the other night. Yeah. She's a lunatic. Yeah. She wants to vote. Yeah. The fuck. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. So she, she was having like crazy pain and like weird body things. And like most doctors like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe she's like faking it. Um, Hmm. but then a few doctors recognize it as like, Oh, it's this disease. It's called CRPS. The only way to fix it is to give her a bunch of ketamine and to put, and to put her eventually into a ketamine induced coma. Um, and the parents were like, all right, let's do it. Um, they did it and actually worked out, but then, but then, um, so actually, so this, these sort of fringy doctors um, helped and um, it seems like they did the right thing, but then they go to the hospital for something unrelated and uh, the parents like give their medical history uh, of her, of their daughter to the doctors. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what have you been? Cause she's even given her, she's been in a, she's in a K hole. What's going on? Um, and they take custody of her from the parents. Whoa. Cause they basically are like, what the fuck you is going on? That yeah you're not running the show anymore and so it's this like legal battle between the parents and and the state Whoa. to get custody of the daughter it's very hey, interesting hey, it's, what does it she made want me... to do does she want to keep taking academy dude she yeah all she wants She's like, is actually that sweet k. That. <laughs> she wants that special k bro <laughs> um Whoa. it's a very it's actually a very interesting very huh. depressed i haven't been this depressed by a doc in a long time i'm usually i, I became a full bitch watching wow. this i was like i can't i can't watch man <laughs> i had to stop um which doesn't usually happen to me um i can usually power through basically anything yeah. but um yeah no it, it uh it's a really good documentary i huh. definitely recommend it if you have an evening uh, yeah, I'll get or maybe right two on evenings. It. Sounds awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you get sad? Did you get sadder when Steve died or when Jackson died in Chimp Empire? Yo, real talk. I think Jackson. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think Jackson's death was like harder to avoid. Yeah, Steve, you know, kind of knew the risks. Yeah, but Jackson's like. Stuffy number one. Here's the thing too. I think also they filmed Jackson's death and there's like the butterfly right. landing on his body. It was just such a beautiful moment that it was. Yes. Um, and the music that they sort of swelled. Mm-hmm. Um, they really fetishized Jackson's death a little bit more. I think yeah. than, than Steve's. Totally. Um, so def- I, I think that one made me a little sadder. But Steve's death was also very sad. Definitely. Yeah. For sure. No, I uh, I got a little misty eyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Especially when all the divers went down to like drop the flowers. That was sad when they held their Oof. breath for 39 years yeah, in memory of Steve seconds, for 39. Oh, sorry, for 39 yeah. seconds, not for 39 years. <laughs> they're actually still <laughs> down there. <laughs> Do you yeah. think they're coming up soon? <laughs> yeah, dude. Any minute. Yeah, no, that was. 
it was sad i mean very sad even though you can be cynical and be like oh he knew what he was doing it was so dumb it's like it's no. all affects you like, no i still have sympathy for like even the fucking ocean gate people i'm like oh, it's still yeah. fucking sad though yeah, Pe- no. people that are totally um what's the word flippant yeah. about any sort of death i'm like okay fucking yeah. relax it's still yeah, death. No, it's still course. sad <laughs> no matter how dumb it is no, no, it's st- sure. it's still sad um yeah what have you been anything cool you watched or uh heard or read no i've just been watching tennis nice um yeah in terms of what i've read uh no <laughs> yeah nothing nice. i'm a blank slate right tabula rasa yeah <laughs> nice yeah so i uh i guess that doesn't that will our shortest episode ever do it yes Perfect. should be should be um do we know what we're doing next week probably not no, <laughs> <laughs> no. why would we know dude nobody fucking listens to this uh we can just disappear again i think we'll have a i think we'll have a resurgence i think we'll have a renaissance yeah yeah although i do fantasize about like having quit the pod one day and just be living a normal life <laughs> like vigo in a history of violence and then somebody comes into my diner and they're like you're the guy that used to podcast and i have to kill them <laughs> right and then it attracts the attention of the whole town and then i have to fuck my wife on a staircase history yeah. of violence is the greatest movie ever yeah yeah i uh i think i have the dvd over there I do you? It to you i've yeah. seen it once i gotta rewatch it though yeah. because i don't remember very much it's, of it it's both very simple but like very yeah open for analysis right it rewards you for actually paying attention isn't it based on like a graphic novel it is yeah <laughs> i want to read it yeah yeah weird cool though yeah history of pilots history of podcasts yeah dude (laughs) even more twisted history of guidelines (laughs) couple of guys (laughs) be a man (laughs) we hope you enjoyed the experience (laughs) um yeah that's it all right folks bye uh but i (laughs) yeah go 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 Bye.